Good morning, Memphis. Good morning to our friends across the 50 states. Are you looking for a real estate or financing solution to your scenario? You know what? Maybe you're looking for some ideas on negotiating more successfully on a purchase or a sale of your home. I'm Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer, and I'm a host of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. You can connect with me at jogarner.com, and you're welcome to share with us your idea or your question on Twitter by using hashtag jogarner while we're live December 12th, 2015. Our general topic today is win-win solutions when negotiating for real estate and mortgage terms. And in the studio, we have the experts, authors and national speakers, Don Hudson and Terry Murphy of U.S. Learning. Terry is an author and national speaker. She's a consultant and communication specialist. She brings a depth of industry experience and education to um, our real estate industry. Terry has been at the top of her game in real estate at a consistency of listing and selling over 100 homes per year for over 28 years. And that includes during the years when the uh, interest rates were around 18 plus 20 percent. Uh, today, she performs as a consultant to the real estate and general sales industry. She helps build communication systems and resources to keep true clients for life. And uh, Terry, uh, before, before you introduce yourself, uh, what, uh, what, is your, uh, what is your website address? Murphy on real So I want you to talk to our uh, audience and um, tell them a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, you know, real estate was a tremendous training ground because people need food, shelter, and clothing. Yes. Uh, little did I know it would, would start when the uh, when the interest rates were uh, so jumping like from zero to thirty, <laughs> but. But it was a great training ground and being in construction and working with top builders in the country. And then, of course, working, you had to learn how to work with your mortgage professionals because when interest rates get that crazy, uh, people still need houses. And so the, part of what I'm hoping we uh, convey today is how important that's, that, uh, that alliance is between both of us. Because together we can help people achieve the American dream, which is get home ownership. And together we can we can um, offer a much better service than individually. That is absolutely true. It's been true for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, Don Hudson is an author or co-author of twelve books, including the sale and his two Wall Street Journal and New York. Uh, New York Times International bestsellers, The One Minute Entrepreneur and The One Minute Negotiator. And he's just released his new book, uh, Selling Value, which we'll be talking about later in the show. Don is also a national speaker and was inducted into NSA Speakers Hall of Fame. And you can find out more about Don and Terry on my blog post at jogarner.com. But Don, before you introduce yourself and, and talk a little bit about what you're going to cover today, tell us what, how we how we find your website. Uh, it's donhudson.com, Joe, and that's H-U-T-S-O-N. Yes, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Greet our guest and uh, look, give us some highlights of some things you're going to cover today in our broadcast. Thank you very kindly, Joe. It's great to be on your show again. Uh, I've worked my way through college selling real estate and minored in real estate and uh, ended up in the training business right out of college and ultimately did a great deal of training in the real estate industry for a number of years and then branched out to a, a broader clientele, but still do real estate training. But uh, I love the business. It's just been a, a great opportunity to get out there and to meet a lot of wonderful people and to develop a skill that's very rewarding to share with people. So uh, I love the speaking and writing. And uh, people ask me now, Don, you've been in this for decades. Or are you about to retire? Well, no professional speaker ever retires. You either die or quit getting invitations. 
Don, it's good to have you on the show. And Terry, you know, uh, you and I have talked throughout the year. You're very plugged into the real estate business. She she hosts the show for me when I decide I need to take a vacation. And you always bring good info, hot real estate topics, and you always have a few good stories. So um, can you take a moment? Can you think of any little good stories that you can tell, um, maybe some success stories of people who have um, bought real estate and really gotten a win-win on it? You know, that is so interesting because one of the issues a realtor has is to not have judgment or a thought process about what someone wants. And I had a uh, client who, and I'll never forget this, who who liked, I mean, we showed thousands of properties. And in, in an area that really was very expansive at the time, we, we're much more specialized right now. But anyway, I, I pull up to this house and it has this hideous olive green front door. <laughs> With this, like, tumor for a thingy in the middle. And I'm like, oh, God, I hate this. Do you know they're still there 40 years later? Wow. I mean, they love the house, and I had to learn to shut my mouth (laughs) and let them understand what value was to them, which is why we're so lucky to have Don here with us today to understand how really you sell value. Well, we're going to get into that, and I, I, I love his take on value. So, But Don, in, a, in a chapter 11 of your book, Selling Value, you talk about how the clients talk about wanting to get the best price they can, but actually what they really want are solutions to get rid of the hassles in their lives. And But you know what? It's tremendous when you can offer solutions to make life easier, and you can do it at a lesser cost than what they paid the the day before and that's exactly what happened in the market uh, mortgage market yesterday mortgage rates priced lower than the day before uh, general market anxiety ahead of the next week's fed announcement was the biggest reason for that and conventional rates on the fixed rate 30 hit around 3.875 to around four percent that's no points for most lenders and it's of course based on a lot of you know different factors in the borrower's credit profile fha the 100 percent va loan the 100 percent rural housing loans came in a tad lower uh, word to the wise though CoreLogic predicts that the fed will gradually raise rates by a total of one percent by the end of 2016. even though the fed rate doesn't directly affect mortgage rates it usually does directly affect variable rate mortgages. And if the Fed really does start repeatedly going up on their rate and you're sitting on a variable rate mortgage, it may be a great time to convert to a safer fixed rate loan. So call me. Let's make make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, do it today. But you've got to talk with me personally. Call me directly after this show at 901-482-0354. That's 901-482-0354. And if you want to talk with us right now while we're live, you can call the studio at 901-535-9732. Outside the Memphis area, it's 800-474-9732. Don, in the mortgage world, paying lesser interest cost is always nice. But sometimes, like someone with a variable rate interest rate who plans on staying in their home for a few years, the answer may be to refinance to a wee bit higher rate but one that's fixed, because I, I call that buying peace of mind, especially if the budget for them is really tight. Peace of mind has a value. What are your comments on that? Well, first of all, I'd say, Joe, that I think you're exactly right. We've got an old cliche that everybody loves a deal. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to get a good price. That's but, right. But we're in a situation in, in what I would call great, rich, beautiful America today 
where people want to get the hassle out of their life. And there are many ways they define value other than just the rate they'll get. They do want peace of mind. That's the reason it would be of great value to them to give you a call where you could help them evaluate the risk uh, and the dynamics of fixed versus Mm -hmm. variable rates and that sort of thing. But people define value differently. And that's the reason if we're going to do business with other people, we need to get inside their heads. We need to do a good job of what we call discovery, ask excellent questions and find out what their belief system is and where they're psychologically uh, coming from. And that's going to be a nice payoff over time because we increase the probability of, of, of putting together a collaborative win-win relationship. And, you know, Don, that's what we're talking about today, win-win solutions when negotiating for real estate and mortgage terms. And, you know, if you're out there and you're not in the real estate business at all, but you're in business, I mean, anybody is going to be negotiating. Even if you're a husband and wife, believe me, there's lots of negotiation that goes on there. You're going to get something from our our show today, and we'd love for you to call. uh, Call us on the air while we're live, 901-535-9732. And uh, Terry, can um, you can can you think of some examples of uh, how someone selling their home can add value for a particular buyer to ensure both parties feel really good about that deal? Okay, so let's just say you're better than I am at decorating. Okay, because where I come from, everything's white, right? You move to the <laughs> south, and we got these gorgeous, luscious colors. But if you are trying to add value to your home, know that somebody is not will doesn't have the capability of visualizing. Uh, that ugly paper being gone or that, you know, avocado carpet being, you know, missing. And so uh, you have to be willing to buy your house back for what you're paying for it or what you're expecting someone else to pay for it. So, Uh so investing in the house to do those things that someone else doesn't have to do adds value. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what you want to be able to do is ask the question there's and don's going to speak to this the value of time the longer it's on the market the less you're going to get for it right and so you you need to look at including value that people think is valuable not necessarily you not you but the other person exactly excellent words of wisdom from a mortgage expert by far terry murphy here on uh, real estate mortgage shop we're talking about win-win solutions when negotiating for real estate and mortgage terms i'm joe garner your host mortgage loan officer you can connect with me at jogarner.com and we want to connect with you so give us a call on the air while we're live at 901-535-9732 we'll see you guys back in just a moment Hi, I'm Clint Cooper with the Redeemers Group in Germantown, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. And you can uh, make any comments or questions that you have. If you're on Twitter, you can reach us by uh, going to hashtag jogarner. We'd uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to call in and talk with us while we're live, December the uh, 12th, 2015, give us a call in the studio at 901-535-9732. We are talking with... Terry Murphy and Don Hudson, both of them are authors and national speakers. They have brought uh, a lot to the industry, not just the real estate industry. They have a new, Don has a new book out called Selling Value, which I have read and reread, Don. 
key principles on value-based selling. So I'm going to jump right into some questions. And if you guys have questions out there for Don and Terry, give us a call uh, while we're live. But Don, um, let's talk about what do sellers need to be thinking about from a um, negotiating point of view if they're selling real estate or selling anything for that matter? Well, Joe, I think one of the pitfalls a seller will experience if they're not careful is the emotion that's tied to someone's home. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is kind of of an abstract idea, but I found that it works well. I think when somebody makes a decision to sell, and maybe the precipitating event was a promotion of the husband or wife to another city, but whatever the reason, when they make the decision to sell, they need to, to adopt the understanding that that home that they've loved for many years is now a house. It's an inanimate object, and they need to take emotion out of play. They, uh, they might even want to write a one-sentence affirmation together that uh, we are no longer gonna, going to be emotional about our home. We're now trying to sell this house so we can move on with our lives. It's a commodity. And, uh, <laughs> right. It, it's, it's true. And, and have both husband and wife sign it. And now they've altered their belief system. So now they're going to they're gonna decrease the probability that emotion is going to be counterproductive for them because they're just trying to sell a house. And, you know, you're talking about selling, Don, and uh, I know there's a lot of listeners out there today who are not in the real estate business, never will be in the real estate business, but they're in a business. So do you subscribe to the idea that everybody in some way or other is in sales? And what are your comments on that? Oh, I love that question, Joe. Everybody has to sell from time to time. Everybody, even if they're not in sales, every time they open their mouth, they want to be credible. They want to be convincing. They want to be effective in communicating with other people. So uh, the first thing we need to do is make sure we get rid of the old head trash that selling is bad, selling is something you do to somebody, and you can't buy that anymore. Selling in its best form is a win-win experience you have that uh, works out well for all the parties. Well, I think that's a great answer to a, as you said, a pretty good question, huh? Yep. (laughs) What are are some major takeaways? Now, in this book, we can't possibly get into all of it, so you're going to have to buy it. Uh, before you answer that question about the takeaways, Don, how do we get this book, Selling Value? Well, the best way is to go to Amazon.com, and it's available uh, right there. And that's that's the easiest way to get it. They could also go to DonHudson.com, uh, our website, and we'll send them an autograph copy. If that's something that means something to them. The book is no more valuable that way. It's just an ego trip for me, Joe, but I'm glad to do it. (laughs) Well, you know, I was talking, we had a guy at our talk shop group uh, in Memphis. We offer free education and networking to anybody in business or real estate. And uh, he was saying that autographed books, though, after a time, are worth a lot more than just a regular book. So if you want an autographed copy of the book Selling Value or any of Don's books, uh, where again do they go, Don? DonHudson.com. All right. Well, there you go. What are some major takeaways from the book Selling Value? Well, it first establishes the concept that everybody periodically has the sales challenge. And we talk about the psychology of the sale. We call it mastering the head game. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we talk about uh, your blueprint for success, what you've got to do to succeed in your efforts to sell your product, service, or idea. Then we've got a whole section on understanding your customer. And this is where a lot of people in sales really fall down because mm-hmm. the easiest thing to do today is the same old thing we did yesterday, and that means trying to sell everybody the same way. Well, no two people are just alike, and I don't think we should ever present an idea until we've asked excellent discovery questions to find out how they define value. What are the, 
the dominant motives within their thinking process that would enable them to go forward with the transaction. Well, in your book, you talk about the importance of the question and answer time and asking the right questions to find out how that customer uh, views value of the product that you're trying to sell them or that uh, the negotiation you're trying to put together. Because just like Terry said about that olive green door with the big tumor in the middle, (laughs) uh, she didn't see value in that door at all. But you know what? Heck, those people lived in that house for how many years, Terry? Well, they're still there. <laughs> the and, door is the door still there. I, I was much younger. <laughs> yes, and I mean it's just one of those things that value is what is perceived in the eyes of the consumer, not you. Right. And it may not be what you think. We're so busy selling features and benefits of houses and mortgages and and ice cream and hairdos and and really at the end of the day it's what's important to that consumer and that's what they'll pay for. And that's why you ask the questions, right, Don? That's exactly right because when you ask the questions and you get good answers, you have a much better idea of what direction to go in to be of maximum help to the person you're trying to serve. Absolutely. Well, you know, bringing up that point, um, I kind of follow you guys, and I've, I've heard Terry speak, uh, speaking on um, the generational issue, how different generation groups view uh, a value differently than, the, than a different generational group. And you, you do talk about that in the book, Selling Value. You put some excellent information out there. If anybody's out there in real estate or any kind of sales, just that one chapter right there will, will make the book more than worth your money. Uh, Terry, can you talk a little bit about the difference between uh, civics and boomers and Xers and wires and millennials and centennials and whatever <laughs> else is getting born as we speak? Yes. Good question. Uh, and here's what's so important for all mm-hmm. of us. You know, we are a product of the time we were born and the judgments that we that we've developed and our core values and preferences that were prevalent at that time. Mm-hmm. And so there's a whole group of people that have never gotten off the sofa to get up and change the channel on a television. (laughs) So they've never had that experience, and they can read about it, but that's not their core value and preference. They're used to a different level of service interaction, connection, Mm -hmm. engagement, conversation, tools, systems. I mean, so what you do, again, is find out in that needs analysis that Don's talking about, the Mm -hmm. questions that you ask. is not just to figure out your next strategic move, but what can you do that resonates on that same level that they are? So if they're a texter, T-E-X-T-E-R, and you are a uh, faxer, you know, you may have a disconnect. Right. And so it's as important to create the bond of, of connection. Mm-hmm. So the trust becomes there. Because this gener- the younger generations do not feel the need to trust until you've earned it. Mm-hmm. And so they're not, want, they're not wanting to be taught. They're wanting to discover. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different slant. Mm-hmm. And that's what we call the engagement factor. Mm-hmm. And value is completely tied to that. You can have the best content all day long, but if they don't engage with it, mm-hmm. it's useless. You talk about in the book, Don and, and Terry, you have spoken about this too in some of your uh, uh, presentations, the civic group. Now, wh- when were they born? They were born before Civics, 1946. Civic, well, you got to figure uh, it's uh, because we are graduating all the time. But civic civics are typically over 65 years old. Your mm-hmm. boomers, we all know, most of us are, a lot of us are boomers, uh, especially in the radio generation, and so are civics. And, you know, that is um, a, a, an age group that grew up during the most prosperous time of our, our economy. Mm-hmm. We had these children that became very entitled and used to having things immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, instant heat with microwave, instant mm-hmm. connection with a cell phone. And those are our Gen Y, Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. And then the newer group, the millennials that are coming up, 
I mean, there's so much of what they saw that is no, not important anymore. And, and the centen- Like what? Well, uh, as an example, have be 20 years with a company. Oh, yes, because the civics are very loyal. <clears throat> right. When they go to work for someone, they're very loyal, and they expect that loyalty to come, you know, to be reciprocated. To be to be recognized. Yes. And, and millennials, like, what's in it for me today? Right, right. And so that's where that timing comes in. But now the millennials uh, are very interesting. You know, right now they are the focus uh, of the real estate industry because you know, they are the answer to the housing recovery. We've got to give solutions to them to help them be able to buy. And their biggest... Um, challenges right now are student loans and student loans debt and, and low well, income entry jobs and things like that that's their struggle but they're going to get through it yeah we just went through a ton of of, of resumes to find a lot of people had college mm-hmm. and no job and and that's an issue i mean you you obviously have to have a job so so millennials and centennials are expecting they will be mm-hmm. our recovery as they get better credit. Right. And I'll tell you right now, uh, my personal team and I, I have my own personal team uh, over at Evolve Bank and Trust. And right now we are, I am talking with bursars and people who, who talk to warm bodies at the um, student loan companies, not just calling a 1-800 number, not just getting online. And we are actively putting together some strategies and solutions for uh, payment uh, strategies for millennials so that they can afford and can qualify for some of these uh, these good, really good government loans. But you're on the Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop I'm hosting today. I'm Joe Garner, and you can reach me at jogarner.com, and you can also call me. I'd love to talk with you personally at 901-482-0354. We're also talking with Don Hudson and Terry Murphy. Uh, they have U.S. Learning right here in Memphis, Tennessee, but they're all over the country, and uh, we want to talk with you. So give us a call while we're on the air live at 901-535-9732, and if if you're out of the Memphis area, it's 800-474-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, my name is Nancy Bodwin from Auburn, Maine, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now, back to your host, Joe Garner. How much is that dog in the window? <laughs> the one with the waggly tail. How much is that dog in the window? I do hope that dog is for sale. Okay, there's an old vintage song. Patty Page. My mother plays this for me on the piano. Oh, does she really? It brings back memories, doesn't it? Does, it? totally. Talk about the civics, your mom, you yep. know, and all that. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also call me because I want to talk with you personally, 901-482-0354. And if you're listening to our podcast, I'm in our broadcast today on December 12, 2015, you can call us live in the audience. You can talk with uh, Don Hudson and Terry Murphy. We'd love to talk with you. Call us at 901-535-9732, or you can dial 800-474-9732. And uh, we're talking about win-win solutions when negotiating for real estate and mortgage terms. But you know what? These concepts we're talking about from Don Hudson's book, Selling Value, It'll work for you whether you're in the real estate business or not. It doesn't matter which business you're in. You will benefit from this book. So anyway, we're talking about um, real estate and negotiating. And uh, 
I wanted to add, I wanted to talk about uh, the principles from the book Selling Value and how you can apply how I can how you you as a customer can apply it to buying a home. And usually, especially with first-time home buyers, the buyer doesn't have a lot of funds to put down on the house, so he makes his offer contingent on the seller paying the closing cost and the prepaid taxes and insurance for him or the buyer. The seller, on the other hand, wants to get the highest net profit from the sale of his house. So there you could have an impasse. The win-win answer in this case may be to have the buyer offer just a little bit higher price for the house so that the seller can uh, pay the buyer's cost and still net out the same profit that the seller wanted to net out. And in the end, the buyer pays a little bit more each month because, you know, he, he offered a higher price for the house. But over a 30-year term on the mortgage, it doesn't really make that much difference on the payment. Uh, the house will need to appraise for at least the amount of the sales price, of course. Another common story. This comes from the move-up buyer. A lot of these, Terry, are like Gen Xs and Gen Ys and, you know, some boomers. But your, uh, your move-up buyer is they've got to sell. This lady had to sell her current home to get the large down payment that she wanted to make before purchasing the new home. But the seller of the new home that she wanted to buy, he needed to sell quickly. And he didn't want to wait around on this buyer to sell her house first. So... Again, we looked like we were at an impasse, but I had a buyer like that, and I'm going to give you a real example. I had a buyer like that who had been living in her current home a long time and only owed about 25% of the value on her house. I mean, she almost had the house paid off for Pete's sake. She didn't want, um, she didn't want a large payment on the new house, so her plan was to sell her house first, put all of that equity down on the new house. So guess what? Her payment on the new house would be very low because she told me in the question and answer section, Don, that she wanted to retire in 10 years and she didn't want a very high note. Well, but she couldn't sell her house right away. The seller that is over there saying, listen, lady, I, I don't want to wait around on you to sell the house. We've, we've been relocated. We want to move, so we can't wait on you. So here's what we did. I got her, the lady who couldn't sell her house, I got her an equity line as a second mortgage on her current home. And she used the funds from that second mortgage home equity line for the down payment on the new house. And she, that way she was able to close right away. Well, several weeks later, her old home did sell and she paid off that little first mortgage she had and that equity line I had given her. So now she has no mortgages except that small mortgage on the new home that she wanted anyway. And the seller was thrilled because, you know, he was able to sell his house right away. So everybody lived happily, happily ever after. So that's kind of an example, Don, of how in the mortgage business I have used the principles from your book, Selling Value, because it's not what the value, the value is how is defined by the end user. That's right, Joe, and that's one of the real values that you bring to the table. You were able to grease the skids to make that whole transaction come together, and without your idea, it probably would not have worked. Right. So that's an example of, of what we can all bring to the table. Terry and I use a, a comment that none of us can perform beyond our intellect or beyond <laughs> our skill base, uh-huh. and it's true. We are limited by that. So the more we learn about selling value and about communicating effectively with the generations, for example, and all of these different areas of critical content, the better job we do in working with other people. 
And that feeds right into when you wrote the One Minute Negotiator, which incidentally was also a New York Times bestseller. Yes. It, it feeds right into that it's not, uh, it's about making it a collaborative win. Uh, and you did that so well when you brought to the table options that they didn't think about. Right. So it's more about the options than it is about the price. And people always zero in on the price. And you know in mortgages, mm-hmm. it's not the rate. Rarely is the lowest rate the best deal. Rarely. Amen. Right. It, exactly. And Terry, it, to your point, one of the great things that it, that comes into play there is Joe was only able to perform in this manner because of the knowledge she had of the needs of that customer. That's right. So we got to do and a answers. good job of discovery and yes. asking questions and finding out what they what they think, what they believe that's going to make a difference. And that is specifically when you separate the needs from the wants. Right. And You're that, right. And le- you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to, you to get into how, for instance, how would a seller add a selling value component to a transaction to get it closed? And you were talking before the show about red, blue, and green chips. Can you talk about that? Exactly. Well, when Don wrote the book with uh, Dr. George Lucas, this was this is what made it the easy application. And Don, why don't you just tell them what easy stands for? Well, uh, that's basically the formula of how we treat our negotiophobia. People say, what is negotiophobia? It's a disease that just about everybody has because nobody likes to negotiate. In this country. In this country. Yeah, in other countries, that dynamic changes dramatically. Absolutely. But but in America, people don't like to negotiate because they see it as confrontation and that type thing. So our treatment is E is for engage. Okay, get your head in the game. of A negotiation is forthcoming, and I'm going to be ready for it. Next is assess. Think about what is my preferred negotiation style? What is the predictable negotiation style of the other person if you've had dealings with them before? And from that, we develop a strategy. There's our S. So we got to engage, assess, and strategize. And that's how we develop our plan of how we're going to deal with this. And that is your, here's the why, <laughs> that's your one-minute strategy. And so from that, when you understand that you're going to go in with this kind of attitude and this kind of a performance the red chips are non-negotiables. We absolutely have to be out of our house on, you know, December 17th. And so we have to be in a house by December the exactly. 18th or 19th. That's a, a red chip. It's not negotiable. It's not something I can give on. The blue chips have more flexibility. Um, we just bought a brand new Sub-Zero for, you know, $4,000 or that television for 7500 or whatever they cost. <laughs> we are taking it with us. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, if you will leave it, we will give you that opportunity to move out and you can rent back for a few days so that you can coordinate your next move. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. It's a negotiation, but everybody's kind of winning because it's what they want, Mm -hmm. not not what they necessarily uh, are are looking at price. And then the green chips are in, you throw them in. So as an example, they say, well, okay, we'll let you do that if we can have the pool table and the basketball hoop. Well, you didn't want to move those anyway. <laughs> and so you just throw them in there. So they're really a not they're a non-issue, but they still feel what? That they've been given. So yeah, red, win-win. Blue, yeah, so the seller can really work with that um, platform of red, green, and blue chips. Right. Helps them understand, and it helps the realtor understand, and it also helps the lender understand. Let me elaborate on that just a little bit, Terry. I think you're right on point. The red chip might even be a legal issue. It mm-hmm. could be a moral issue, but it is a non-starter. So you got to be hardline with the red chips. The blue chips are really important to you. You don't want to give it up unless you absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. The green chip, you'd like to get it, but you could give it up if it puts the deal together. 
those are excellent concepts, and I want to come back to those. We have a caller. We have Gary on the line. And, Gary, how can we help you today? Yes, I was trying to find out about a reverse mortgage. I, I built my house, and I'm 65, but I ended up, I put a little more money into it than I wanted to. Uh-huh. But it's completely paid off. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to think about getting a reverse mortgage to put up some more retirement money. Yes. And um, to be quite frank, we live out kind of in the country, and probably most of our heirs are not going to want to live out there. You know, they like the big city and bright lights. And so I had been thinking about a reverse mortgage to be able to actually get some of the money out that we put into it and put it towards our retirement. Okay. Now, what are the what are the plans as far as your estate planning? You know, you mentioned other family members. Are they going to want to keep that house, uh, Mr. No, Gary? Or are no, they? No, 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 no. Uh, okay. They're, they're, my my daughter and all them. They that she works in in uh, in Memphis, and I live about sixty miles south of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, you are in the age bracket where you could get. A, uh, a reverse mortgage. You have to be at least 62. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you own your house uh, free and clear is a really good signal. Now, I will tell you there's a few rules that are in place, uh, government rules are in place on these reverse mortgages because they are age-specific. And that yeah. is you have to you have to go through reverse mortgage HUD-approved counseling before you can even apply for a reverse mortgage because a lot of cases, uh, by reallocating your assets, you're able to achieve the same goal that you want to achieve without having to pay the up, you know, the uh, the uh, cost on a reverse mortgage. Now you don't pay cost out of your pocket, but there's heavy cost on a reverse mortgage coming out of the equity of your house because hey, the bank's going to pay you each month instead of you paying them, or you're getting a lump sum. Well, what I was thinking about was uh, I heard that they have a thing of where it's kind of like a uh, uh, an open account yes. uh, mm-hmm. that they'll set up, and you can take out money as you need it. That's or, right. Uh, take it all out at one time or whatever. That you're exactly right, and there are there are a number of different options for people who want to get reverse mortgages. And, and like I said before, you do have to go through the HUD approved counseling before I could do a loan application for you, Gary. But I would love to talk with you off the air in more detail about your specific deal. So uh-huh. if you can leave your number with our uh, producer, uh, I would appreciate that. it. That sounds great. Well, Gary... My full name and everything. I love it. Well, I am going to look forward to connecting with you after the show. And thank you, Gary, so much for listening. And thank you for calling us. All right. We're getting ready to take a break. And you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. And you can connect with me at jogarner.com. We're talking with Don Hudson and Terry Murphy, who are national speakers, authors, best-selling authors. And we're talking about win-win solutions when negotiating for real estate and mortgage terms. We want to talk with you, so give us a call on the air while we're live in the studio, 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Donna Smith-Bellinger from Chicago, Illinois, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shot. And now, back to your host, Joe Garner. Hey, hey! Oh, yeah! 
All right. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can call me at 901-482-0354. I'd love to talk with you personally. We're talking today with Don Hudson and Terry Murphy. They're authors, national speakers, consultants, and uh, Don's just got a book that's uh, been released called Selling Value. You can get it at, uh, if you're in Memphis, you can get it at the bookseller store. If, you, if you're in the um, anywhere in the in the world, you can get it on Amazon. Where else can you get your book, Don? Well, they can always come to my website, donhudson.com. And that's Don, and that's uh, H U T is in Tom S O N H U T S O N. Yes, and Terry Murphy, always good to have you around. Well, and how, you. how do we contact you? Because you're really uh, into consulting and uh, setting up resources and things for people in the real estate business. It's just Terry at terrymurphy.com, or just go to Murphy on Real Estate. Well, you know what? It's that time again for our real estate tip of the week. And Don Hudson, you have our real estate tip of the week. I do. Whether buying or selling, try to keep the emotion out of the transaction. If you're either giving buying signals too soon, which can impact on the price you'll ultimately pay, or on the, on the negative side, if you're not careful, you show your cards too soon. There are a lot of reasons not to get too emotional. Terry, you have anything to add to that? It doesn't help when you're Italian. (laughs) (laughs) They don't do transactions without emotion. (laughs) We don't talk without emotion. With your hands, too. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. But, you know, here's the thing. We live in the greatest country on the planet. We have so many options. If you have bad credit, you can get it repaired. If you uh, don't have money down, you've got FHA and VA options if you've been in our military. There are so many ways. Here's the when I wrote the book with Trump, the the key that Donald got, Trump as in the, the Donald, Donald as in the Donald, yeah, the best real estate advice I ever received. What got me in was the quote, which is, "Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy, buy real, real estate, estate and, and wait. wait." Love that one. Love that one. Well, I've got some real quick announcements to make. Then we're going to come back and recap a little bit on some of the highlights uh, that we've talked about today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Talk Shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or in business. This Wednesday, December the 16th, 2015, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., Talk Shop presents How to Buy at Auction with Lance and Terry Walker of Walker Auctions. Thank you, guys. Following this short tutorial on how to buy at auction, you can be a part of Miss Vanna Goes Christmas Shopping, the old bag sale. Now, some of you guys out in Memphis have been to this, and Vanna uh, isn't really Vanna White. She looks strangely like Troy McDonald with Aaron McDonald Insurance <laughs> Agency, and uh, it's quite a trip. But um, between the Walkers and uh, Vanna, you're going to have a great time bidding on old bags. And now each bag has a gift card in it or something that's worth over $25. But some of them are like $100. There's a five-day trip to Cancun in there. But you don't know which bag, you know, has that in there. But you're bidding. And the money goes for a very worthy cause to raise money for swim scholarships to students who have written essays and made posters to earn their scholarships to the Y, the YMCA. 
uh, one of the top uh, top reasons that children under 12 die is because of drowning. So we are we are going to make an impact, a positive impact to improve those odds. Uh, talk shop meets at the University of Phoenix, 65 Germantown Court, first floor. It's there, there in Cordovia. If you're in the Memphis area, it's it's across Germantown Parkway from the Ag Center. But uh, that's where the auction is going to be held Wednesday, December 16th. If you want to know more about Talk Shop, just go to uh, TalkShop.com. That's Talk, S-H-O-P-P-E. And if you would like to play a positive role in supporting children learning to swim at the YMCA, contact Lynn McDonald of Aaron McDonald Insurance Agency, 901-849-7101. Or disconnect with, you can connect with me at jogarner.com. Be a part of something very positive, and and your business can be promoted all at the same time. And to find out more, again, contact me, 901-482-0354, or connect jogarner.com. And uh, this program on December 12, 2015, was sponsored by the Mortgage Division in Memphis of Evolve Bank and Trust. Thank you, Evolve. To hear today's podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop and others, go to jogarner.com. Call me and let's make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, do it today. And for our quote corner, I pulled uh, a quote from Don Hudson's book, Selling Value. Don quotes Paul Bear Bryant. Uh, you have that in front of you, Don. You want to share it? I do, Joe. I love the philosophy of Bear Bryant. What a great leader and coach. He said, it's not the will to win that matters. Everyone's got that. It's the will to prepare to win that matters. Oh, that is so true. preparation. Develop the reading habit. Learn your craft better than your competition. Do all those things that make a big difference, and that's the way you're going to go to the top. And, you know, you can go to the top by reading some of Don's books and just go to Don Hudson. That's Hudson is spelled H-U-T as in Tom, S-O-N, DonHudson.com, DonHudson.com. And you can find all kinds of tools to prepare to win. Uh, Just some highlights. Terry, did you have anything you wanted to share? Oh, I just wanted to add, you know, there are some people, especially our younger group, that don't want to sit and read a book. Mm-hmm. And Don was brilliant enough uh, three, two, two years ago to put together selling value, not price, on a uh, what we call a Don Hudson On Demand platform, which is a distance learning opportunity for nine minutes uh, every day. You can improve your selling value, negotiation, or leadership and management. How do we get that? Uh, you just go to U.S. Learning VT as That's in virtual training. Oh, VT, like virtual training, VT.com. Yeah. U.S. Learning VT. Dot com. Dot com. Very good. Well, and you know, talking about millennials, I love the millennials. You know, they are the answer to our, in my opinion, on our housing recovery. One important value for them is, you know, if you have a house that's in an area that's kind of out from the outlying, I mean, out out from the city, you need to make sure you've got good cell phone service and high-speed internet. That's a value for the millennials if you're selling your house. But we've enjoyed hanging out with you guys on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We hope to see you again next Saturday. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Joe. Loved it. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week.